so I think I finally hit the mark. Not sure how much more consistency is going to be brought into this podcast. But what I mean is that it's going to change the mark that I was looking for. What One Dark Universe needed to really look like. I'm very thankful for that. Because the transition from Only Black Cosmonaut to One Dark Universe was an internal one. And as I created the podcast, my intention was to share with you what that actually looks like. What that daily practice, actions, wellness, being looks like. Finding space to do it every week wasn't easy. Because it wasn't happening every week that I could summarize it, right? So now, moving forward, I'd like to do the podcast when it moves me to. If you are a consistent listener or a new listener or any listener, you, you know, you periodically check out the show. I want to thank you from this day and any day forward. And if the infrequency of the episodes are too much for you, of course, I can't say I'm sorry in the sense I'm not intended on hurting you, but please understand that it's uh, something that I feel is growing or evolving with me or I am with it. So sharing that one dark universe and how it reflects back to the light of me, how I'm living in the best version of myself using my everyday actions and my discipline to kind of offer me some kind of hope, maybe not hope, but like guidance, strength, and belief in all of what's happening in and out of my life. Um, I don't know if I'm looking for answers more than acceptance. And so knowing that this podcast, One Dark Universe, as it is here, as I'm seeking the teachings and I'm sharing that with you as a teacher so you can get these teachings of an inner space archaeologist who's going deep with thoughts and experiences. I'm looking to explore the darkness, not the negative, but the unknown, that space within us that we call from within to create everything in front, that unseen energy from within. I want to read something for you. Hopefully the last episode wasn't too much of anything negative. I try to be good to myself as well. And I felt the episode went well. And for the sides that didn't feel so well, it was more focused on how I was reading and maybe fumbling over my words. I got nervous, assuming that the handful of people that listen to the show care about that. But more so, I want to be accurate and consistent and Make sure how I'm reading, what I'm reading is also being said so that in hopes that message is being conveyed to you in a similar format, right? Words are powerful. They are the spells of our moment. And so when you spell a word and you say it wrong or say it right, you know, the energy is real. So I'm going to do my best in hopes that that best is enough for you. Let us begin. Lifting the veil. If you reach for the hand of God, God's hand will reach for you. 
Energy is a very real thing. But it is an overused word in the most spiritual circles. In order to begin building a relationship with it, you need a working model. Something that you have seen before. Energy is not intense for you until you practice working with it. I want you to sit in a dark room and shut the lights off. You can offer yourself some ambient light, which is just fine. Now look across the room at an object between 10 to 20 feet away. When you do, do you become aware of the fog or the haze or the static that's in the air between you and the object in the distance? That static is the force, the presence of God that permeates the entire universe. The force is the primary source of energy. When you let your mind become aware of the static in the room, your breathing slows and becomes shallower. Once it realizes something is there, your body begins to react and tries to understand what is in front of it. As you relax, your mind begins to define the static. When you empty your mind and be aware of it, you can begin to see that tiny dots and you can begin to see tiny dots of very dim but illuminated light. The dots are so micro that they look like part of the static, the fog, per se. As you zoom into it, you begin to define the separateness that looks... I'll read that again. As you zoom into it, you begin to see the defined separatedness that looks like little molecules. When you see the static very close to your eye, you realize that it is everywhere. As much as you want to believe, you need help to see the truth. That starts to free up the, con the connectedness within you. Hmm. See? Let me try that again. As much as you want to believe, you need help to see the truth. This starts to free up the connectedness within you within your own personal energy field. It also helps you remove the filters in your brain that try to tell you these things are not real. Your energy field is an electrical current that makes your heart pump and your brain think. All living things have an electromagnetic, electromagnetic field that emanates from their body. Sharks can sense this field around all creatures in the ocean. When you meditate, clear your mind. Become unified with the static energy, thinking of the universe or God. When you breathe in prana in your meditation, your mind brings in this static charge. This presence of God moves into you and you become one with it, like two matching tuning forks. The more you match the frequency of this static, the more you disconnect from all your troubles in the world and all of the problems that control or manipulate you. It is almost like stepping out that stepping out of that level of conscious manipulation. For all intents and purposes, you move into love when you do that. In order to attract this energy, you have to move towards it. If you reach for the hand of God, 
God's hand will reach for you. The universe does not push itself on you. You must consciously choose to receive it. We become so inundated, inundated, inundated with life that we often forget the force is continuously around us. Since we never think of the force, this presence diminishes within us. The more that we find a way to acknowledge God in our day-to-day -day life, the more powerful, spiritual, and in tune with God we become. When you breathe in the prana, see the reservoir inside of you filling up with this energy. As you become stronger with it, the prana resonates within you, even in the marrow of your bones. See the static energy as the presence of God. Allow God's love to move into you. Let God's love, let God love you and love God back. The moment that you think of love, all of the barriers disappear inside of you. Some people think that they do not deserve God's love, that they do not think they are good enough. The universe is not judgmental. It wants to love you in the same way that the flowers reaches to expand its its spread. Wow. The universe is not judgmental. It wants to love you the same way that a flower reaches to expand its leaves with open arms. It is only at the pinnacle when it begins to flower that it really opens its heart to let the universe love it. When you allow yourself to love God, you can receive this energy and allow God to love you. The more you concentrate on the static in the air in this molecular form, the more detailed the static becomes. As you peel the veils away, you begin to see the definitiveness of the static energy everywhere. When you think the blue energy, when you think of the blue energy and love, you attract prana. It is a fuel, a source of great power. It is love and creation the presence of God that moves and fills you. This allows you to move into you. This allows God to move into you abundantly. I'll stop there for a moment because some reason I'm kind of chirping up the words and I don't feel like I'm giving, I do feel like I'm saying it exactly as I'm reading it, but I'll just stop a second. I wonder what you're getting from what I'm saying. I started with the words of lifting the veil and in hopes that you understand that there is a source and a force that exists in the example given that if you were in the darkness of a room and you kind of feel that distance between you and 20 feet away, you open your eyes ever so gently and you kind of see a sparkle or a light or a fog or a haze of some sort. The author speaks of that as being the presence of God. And the more you breathe that in, you're essentially breathing that prana energy into your moment, allowing you to expand into the loving energy of that moment, which is prana. The prana resonates within you, even in the marrow of your bones, it said. So you see the static energy as the presence of God. Allow God's love to move into you. Pretty powerful space. It also talks about that there are times we are in contrasting experiences. We're having moments where we don't feel like we deserve God's love. Or 
they do not think that they are good enough. It goes on to say the universe is not judgmental. It wants to love you in the same way that flowers reaches, that a flower reaches to expand its leaves with open arms. Imagine that. That's so unconditional to watch a flower bloom, right? It's just growing and breathing and reaching. In the same way, the author would like you to look at yourself as that. As you vibrate and resonate and find that attunement, like sharks who can see this energy field, they say, that electromagnetic field. The sun, the sun is electric, the earth is magnetic, we are the in-between. So we are reminded of that often, and as we do, it helps us to grow. But when we are not reminded of the presence of God, then the way of life and that acknowledgement in our day-to-day -day practice loses its power, and we become less spiritual and less attuned. That's what I got from that space. I didn't really want to bring up a point. This book, I really like reading it, and I talk about it so often. But it's not something that I intended on or continue to intend on reading from beginning to end. It's always great to just pick it up because it's so, I think it is so dense, you know, like so powerful. It, it says something in the end that, or in the back of the book that um, once you complete this book, you become like enlightened to a sense of, let me see if I can, given the knowledge within these pages, anybody can achieve rich and profound ex experience intense breakthroughs. Enlightenment, despite all its misconception, is within you, right? Hmm. Something like that is what I read or what I wanted to get to. It's like, I don't want this book to just like, I read it and it's done more than I would love to find a space of continue evolving with it. Like I'm saying with the podcast and what I intend on doing. As always, you can look to reach out to me on social media at One Dark Universe, or if you still follow me on Only Black Cosmonaut, all Instagram. Sometimes on these episodes, if you're listening on Spotify, I have that question down there so you can comment, share, like, all that stuff. Hmm. I'm going to read this last piece and then I'm going to wish you the best on your day and on your moment. I'll be back yet again. Not sure when, but soon, 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 soon. Hmm. Let me see if I can find a nice place to begin reading. If you want to heal someone, you can use a harmonic. All right. If you want to heal someone, you can use a harmonic of love energy and lower energy that allows you to move into the energy field of someone else. It allows, the, it allows the cellular structure of their cells to begin to understand and convey what needs to be affected or changed. It is the same thing with someone's mind or spirit. These things are all frequencies which we refer to as energy. They start off as an exchange that manifests into a type of energy that communicates with life's cells, organisms, consciousness, or things beyond that. Hmm. Out of context, maybe, but it begs the question, what is prana and what is energy, right? Most of us know that there is a rhythm to life and the frequency is there within the pattern. 
I talk about that a lot, and I like to talk about what I talk about because that's all I know. Don't talk about what I don't know. Reinforces my reality. Take care of yourself. Be great. Continue to know that it is one dark universe. Continue to read books and invest in your knowledge. Some of us are going through some times, as we all do on this planet, on this earth, in this duality of life. It's okay. Hopefully you can see people like me who offer this work freely as support. As a way to continue to support you too, even though not knowing you. I have a saying. <laughs> I think I say I have a saying a lot too. But my saying is, um, I don't know you from Adam, but we are the same atom, right? And I love that saying because it, it really reminds me of how it's okay to help without trying to get too personal. And then even taking it personal. Sometimes people need each other without having to know each other. And it doesn't always have to be something bad or sexual or unaccepted, you know, like it could be something loving, inviting, needed, surprising, but nonetheless healing. All right. Take care of yourself. Do good. Do great. Stay positive. One Dark Universe. Reach out to me. I'm here. I don't know if I can reach out to you because I don't know who you are. Later.